The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Round 23. This is the week. Uh, the start, I believe, of the majority of head-to-head competitions. Uh, boys, congratulations on making it into the top eight. I will be trying my hardest to get the victory in the bottom eight. But um, pretty uh, pretty interesting week of fantasy just gone by with round 22. Callum, g'day to you. Did you want to kick us off with how you went individually, mate? Hello, boys. Another week of fantasy. I did okay. 820. Not great. Um, I was hinting it on the podcast last week that I was going to be bringing in one Nathan Cleary, however, decided to go against that and brought in Daily Cherry Evans and also Matt Lodge because I needed a decent 18th man. And I didn't want to be stuck with Joseph Suwali'i as that because my team value just isn't there this year. Um, but that's, that's okay. That's okay. Um, Lodge actually scored all right, but he was in my emergencies. I wish I actually played him, but that's okay. Captain Nico Hines, as most people did, 34. Not great, not great. And then you get the likes of the Roosters players, Joseph Manu, 15, James Tedesco, 22, Dylan Edwards, 19, Colonel Emuelu, 4. It's been a good week. And then you add the uh, the Corey Hawes, but not getting many minutes. This affects most of us. Um and then also Jack DeBellin getting suspended. Well, maybe suspended. We'll have to wait and see at the judiciary tonight. Um, just makes my fantasy team so much more enjoyable, I suppose you could say, for this week for my final trades, potentially. Hello, Nicholas. Hello, gentlemen. How are we? Outstanding. That's brilliant. <laughs> um, I had an even worse week. Uh, then Calamay only scored 781, which was not ideal. I was in a bit of a rage on Sunday night. However, so yeah, I had Joseph Manu, 15, paired with Connolly Lemuelo of four in my centres. I decided not to bring in Nathan Cleary either, and with Sean Johnson out, I had to play Brendan Hands as my starting half with nine points. Um, yeah, and then I guess no one else really got firing for me. I had Nico Hines as captain, obviously. Mo Fodawaker only got 43 points, which was uh, not ideal. Um, Keon Colomitangi, I kept him this week and he only got 40. So, yeah, that's the story of my week there, Riles. Well, someone who's out of the top eight, I had a sensational week. 940, thank you. I think I was only one of two in our uh, group that got it in the 900s. Uh, I had Joey Manu, but everyone else pretty much scored over 45 for me, except for Nico Hines. I didn't captain him. I had Nathan Cleary, so I put the C on him. Uh, Great move. 101, double it, 202. That was quite nice. Uh, Greg Marzu, 42. Cam Palmer, uh, 63, and Ryan Madison surprised me with a 62 as well. Um, Isaiah Yo and Harry Grant getting over 70. Dave Fafita over 70 as well, so not a bad week. It's just where was this when I needed to um get in the top eight? But anyway, that's fine. 
we we learn and move on to next year already. That's too fine. little, too late, mate. As I say. That's it. Although I did have a good week because I went to my first live NRL game, uh, Titans versus Cowboys at Seabus Super Stadium. It was it was very nice watching the uh, Titans get a win against the Cowboys. That would have been good, mate. And like me, the Titans need to do this when it mattered so they could get in the top eight. <laughs> Not happening. Move on. Next year. There's Hasler. Watch it. Uh <laughs> Let's uh, thank our sponsors of the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast, Harson Photography and Wolf Consulting and, and Risk, making this potty possible. Without them, you know, we wouldn't have any sponsors. So thank you very much to Harson Photography and Wolf Consulting and Risk. All right, let's move on to round 23 of the NRL season. The team that we need to talk about, though, before we get into the games is the Bulldogs. They've got the bye this round which means for coaches of Jacob Preston Callum, what do they need to do this week? Well, this is the interesting move for coaches of Jacob Preston. You either hold or you sell. Um, That's pretty much it. (laughs) Depends how many trades you have left. Um, I'd be more inclined probably to sell if you're an owner. Um, As I said, it depends how many trades and what you have as your backup. But it's a decent scorer that you're going to be missing for the first week of head-to-head finals, and that's not ideal. So it's completely up to you what you want to do, but I'd probably be more in the uh, vote to sell. Same goes for any Max King coaches out there, Nick. Max King owners, I think you'd be – I think you bought him to have for the rest of the season, so you'd be holding him, I believe. What about Jake Avarillo? He is in that centre position, which we've talked about a lot. This year on the potty being a position where you don't really want to rearrange at the end of the uh the season. So just a hold if you're a Jake Avarillo fan. That's the one. Beauty. All right. Shall we move on to Thursday night footy lads? Let's do it. All right. We've got the Roosters taking on Manly Seagulls. Cal, let's start off with the Roosters. For the Roosters this week, um, after failing a head injury assessment against the Broncos, forward Egan Butcher will miss the match. Uh, that means youngster Sua Wong comes in for his first ga- first, fourth game There we go um, of the season. And other than that, Drew Hutchison joins the bench. That means it looks like Jake Turpin drops out. All right, let's start off with James Tedesco. Uh Last two scores, 87 and 22. He should do all right against Manly, who is struggling to get going this year. Um, is he a hold this week, lads? Cal, let's go with you. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's a hold, and you can still probably bring him in if you want to. Um, it wasn't a good matchup for him last week against the Broncos. Um, looking at his matchup this week against the Seagulls, he's got last three scores of 62, 49, and 63 against them, so... Pretty nice. Um, hopefully he can do that this week. Um, he's got an okay draw coming up as well with the Dolphins, Eels, Tigers, and Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs are in round 27, round 27 so that's um, if you play overall. Uh, but those the Dolphins, Eels, Tigers, that, that's pretty good for the run home for uh, head-to-head final. So it's fine with Teddy this week. Uh, Joey Manu, pretty disappointing score this week. What did he get, 15? Yep. Not good. Not good. Uh, Nick, what do we do? Do we hold? I think so. Um, 
the strategy that I have employed, and I think most people do, is to try not to spend too many trades on your centers. Um, and for me personally, I have other center issues. So <laughs> Joseph Manu is someone I can't really afford to sell, I don't think, even though he's going to lose money probably for the rest of the year. Um, there's no one really I'd be bothering to try and chase, really. Um, yeah, I think he'll bounce back, Joseph Manu. Um, he's got a point to prove after last week. So do the whole Roosters team, I think. All right. Uh, what's the go with Sandon Smith, Cal? Um, If you're a Sandon Smith owner, um, then it's time to thank him for his service to your team and downgrade him to someone cheap or upgrade to a gun. It's that part time of the season, so you just got to do that. Beauty. Uh, what about uh, Joey Suwali? Suwali'i, my bad. Nick. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a lot of guys in our league have him, <laughs> which is quite quite good. Um, I think he's fine to to keep. Um, you bought him as a backup center on your bench and wing fullback. So if you don't have to play him, you don't have to play him. But if you do against the Manly Seagulls, it's probably not a bad option. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be going out to purchase him though now. All right, that's all the relevant players we need to talk about, the Roosters. Let's talk about some players from their opponents this week. Seagulls, Cal, any team changes coming in? Uh, Ventravojevic is back on deck, but Chris and Tufalotu is set to miss at least two weeks. Raymond Vanger comes in on the wing for his fifth game of the season. Travojevic's return sees Sean Kepi drop out of the squad. All right, Cal, DCE, was he a good option to bring in? Are you still happy with that decision-making from you? 100%. <laughs> Score better than the most expensive player from last week, no longer, in Nico Hines, because he is trash. Um, I'd say Cherry Evans is still a buy if you need a cheaper half. Um, he didn't score as well as what I was expecting in his 300th NRL game last week, and considering they won, but you take a 50. Um, and looking at this week's matchup, he scored 74, 53, 61 for his past three games against the Roosters. So I'm hoping he comes out and has another big game for me. Nick, let's go over to you for Ruben Garrick. Yes. Um, he's been doing pretty well since he's been at fullback now. Um, I don't think it's worth trading him in, though. He has not got a very high ceiling when he's playing fullback. Um his biggest scores, I think, from memory in the past have been when he's been on the wing and Tommy Turbo has been at fullback and he's just got a, a lot of tries. So he's consistent when he plays fullback. So he's, he's you know, he's probably going to get those 40s to, you know, maybe sneak up to a 50 every now and then. But yeah, it's interesting. Is it worth a trade from someone like Marnie to Ruben Garrick? I think probably not. Um, but I mean, I can see why he he's more consistent. He's probably the best center option for consistency at the moment. And Cal, another bloke he got in, Matt Lodge. Another good decision making from you. Yep, you've been lodged. Um, I bought him obviously as an 18th man option. Um, he's still affordable, and I think he's a good option if you need cover. Um, shout out to Nick because obviously he gave his recommendation last week. So good on you, mate. 
Um, but yeah, his PPM is great. Um, scored 57 from 53 against the Sharks, 49 from 43 against the Dragons last week. So if you're wanting to bring someone in around that price tag, he's still affordable and I'd uh, consider it. Beauty. All right. Uh, Roosters taking on Manly. I've got uh, Manly to get a win this week, boys. What about you, Cal? Who you got? I just before we move on as well, Benjovic's back. He could be a cash down option if you need. I'm um, doing it. There you go. I don't mind it. Two twenty k on the bench, edge center. Why not? Um, going back to that, I think I will go Rooster. Nicholas. Yeah, I'll do the same. But every time I've tipped Roosters, they've lost. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, keep the track record going. Friday night footy kicks off with the Titans playing the Waz. This one will be at Seabus uh, Super Stadium as well. So let's talk about the Gold Coast Titans. Callum, any team changes? Um, AJ Brimson is good to go after scans cleared him of serious rib injury. Uh, but centre Jojo Fafita will miss the game with an ankle injury. That means Aaron Shop joins the back line in Fafita's absence. Tino Fa'asumalaawi has one more match to serve on his suspension. Let's talk about David Fafita, 74. Um, obviously a hold this week, lads. Would it be a little bit too late to see if you could bring him in if coaches are in the top eight in their comp and they're looking for another big scorer? Do you reckon it's a bit too late though, Cal? I don't think so. He's the best averaging edge player for a reason. I think if you want to get him, you can. Um, saying that though, he still hasn't played 80 minutes. I think it's like the past three weeks. Um, he hasn't played 80, so that's a little bit concerning. Um, but I I think he's the best option still to have on that edge. Mofot Awaken, Nick. Yeah, I um I pretty sure I'm selling him this week, unfortunately. I um it just seems to me that uh he's not he can't hit that that really high score that I'd be after. I'm trying to get that from someone now at this time of year. Um, so it was between him and Joe Tarpany, and I just think Tarpany's got that higher score in him than Mofo Awaker. So Mofo is going to be traded out for me this week. And I mean, if you if you want to do it, you can because yeah, as as his average shows, he's probably a low fifty scorer, real low fifty. So if you're trying to upgrade to to someone, um, obviously Isaiah Yo and Payne Haas, um, yeah, if you don't have them. Or, or maybe in another position as well. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I have Aaron Clark, lads. He's been um, going great ever since I brought him in. Uh, last two scores, 76 and 47 over the weekend. Um, not a bad option if you're in the market for someone. Um, dual position uh, and just below 500K as well. So if I can just say, lads, if you are looking for a cheaper option who can just be sitting in your interchange, Dual position, I'd go Aaron Clark. He's proven to be pretty good at the moment. I could be wrong, but that's my decision. Any objections? <laughs> yes. Tino's back next week. So that's that's yeah. the big concern. Okay. You don't know, he's gonna know if he's going to go back to the bench or not, or if he'll keep that starting spot. Moderator, Riley. <laughs> Chris Randall. Uh, let's go over to you, Nick. What do you think? I reckon just bring him in, boys. Let's just go on last two average and bring him. <laughs> what do you, is he? Um, is has he been in the app all year, Callum, or has he just been added? 
Uh, this bloke's just been added um, over the past, I'd say, five weeks. Um, first off, as a little bit of a, a joke amongst the um, app creators, but of recent times um, has been a potential gun. Um, are you serious about saying bring him in or not? Uh, is he just hooker? He is. He, he he has been scoring like he's he's been a gun. He has yeah, been. last last four games. Last four games. Last four. 72, 37, 65, 61. I'm saying he's not a buy. He's well for one reason. <laughs> Go on. So you said that 72. Well, what was the scores? 72, 37, yeah. 65, 61. So the 37, he only played 45 minutes, and that was the last time Tino was in the team. So when yeah. Tino's back in, he'll probably go back to only playing 30 minutes and he won't score. Yes, you're probably correct there. Yeah. And if you want to go a hooker at that price, maybe Epicorosau, 60K less. Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. Let's talk about the Waz. They're coming off the buy from last week, Cal. Any team changes coming into this week? Coach Andrew Webster has named the same 17 that downed um, the last thing they versed in round 21. Maratio um, Nekore um, is playing, even though he suffered a head knock there, but they had the week off, obviously. Um, Jazz Savanga has been listed as 18th man as he nears a return from cuff injury. Last time they played in round 21, they beat the Raiders 21-20, gone point. Uh, Sean Johnson, boys, do you think he could be a potential captaincy option this week? Or do you think, here's a question for you. If you don't have SJ in your team and you have one Nico Hines in your team, could that be a straight swap or do you not want to risk that at this point in the competition? I reckon if if you're trading at Nico, you're straight swapping him for Nathan. If you've already got Nathan and Nico... Yeah, I reckon you don't trade out Nico. I don't know. This could be a spicy option. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Um, Nico just hasn't looked like he's he's got a big game in him anymore. Ever since um, he got dropped from Origin, he's just kind of declining. They're not versing. They're not versing crap teams anymore. They're not versing bottom eight uh, teams. Well, I think they do coming up, but um, they they haven't done for a while and. His scores have been impacted from that. And yeah, anyway, um, SJ, I think he'd probably be, like I said not to bring in him for Nico Hines, but I think he'll probably be either the best or probably the, I'd probably say second best averaging half for the rest of the season. Because um, they've got matches against the Titan, Tiger, Seagull, Dragon, Dolphin coming up for the rest of the season. Um Mm. So if you don't have uh, Nathan Cleary I and you have SJ, I'd be captaining SJ. This week? For the rest of the season. If you can't get Nathan and you've got SJ and you have Hines, I'd be going SJ. Well, what about this? Panthers have got the Storm, which I know is always a tight competition. Uh, you've got Sharks taking on the Rabbitohs and the Wires taking on the Titans. Not to say that the Titans are shit, but... SJ has potential to go large this week. Do you think that he could be the main captaincy option, even if you have Nathan Cleary or Nico Hines in your team? It's pod. It's definitely a, a pod play. Um, 
He's only only got scores of 57, 51, 57 against the Titans previously, but this is a stronger Warriors team. Um, I'd still be more inclined to captain Nathan and just follow the pack because that's what everyone's going to do. Mm. But if your team's considerably weaker, um, especially for um, head-to-head for your finals, it's if it's consider- considerably weaker than the opponent that you're coming up against, then I don't mind it. All right. If comes out and dominates and you don't have the captaincy, you're going to cry. Nick, let's go over to you for Tohu Harris, another good option. Yeah, for holders that held him through to buy last week, you're obviously holding him this week um, again. Uh, yeah, um, just yeah. note that uh, Tavanga is going to be coming back soon, which could mean bad for Tohu later on. But um, he's so if you've still got him, you're, you're holding him, I think, at the moment this week. And your thoughts on Adam Fanua Blake? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be bringing him in if you're looking for a mid. Um, there, there's other guys. He relies he relies on those tries to get those big scores, and he did have a lot of them you know, at the start of the season. But I think it's sort of averaging itself out now. I know he has easy games to finish the season, but that wouldn't really entice me to get him. However, if I have him still, if I had him, I would hold him because he is likely to score tries in his last five games. All right. That's the Waz. Waz versus Titans Friday night. I've got the Titans. Keep that uh, winning streak going. Cal. Waz. (laughs) Nick. Yeah, I'm going to go Warriors. I mean, you both went for Cowboys last week. And yeah, anyway. (laughs) <laughs> Let's talk about Friday night footy. Uh, Panthers versus Storm. I think this could be the match of the round. Uh, let's start off with the Pink Panthers, Cal. Team changes coming in for round 23. Zach Hossing has been named to replace the suspended Tyrone Peachy in the centres, although Isaac Tungo, who is currently out with a leg issue, has been named amongst the reserves and could come into the side later in the week. Jamin Salmon is the new man on the bench. Nathan Cleary, uh, congratulations on your score 101 last round. That was the only player to get over 100, right? Wrong. Wrong. Who else got over 100? Jerome Hughes, both in my draft team. However, I lended Jerome out, so I didn't have both tons. in. Oh, the old lend method. Yes, yes. Taking it out of um, two other people who are related in our comp, just following their trend. That's okay. Uh, Nathan Cleary, so Nick, if you have one Nico Hines in your team and you don't have Nathan Cleary, would you be straight swapping this week? My advice is simple. If you're a fair dinkum about fantasy football, you need Nathan Cleary in your football team for the rest of the season, just saying. So whatever you have to do to get him in your team, if you only have one trade left, if you have 10, you got to get him in this week. That's my opinion. Otherwise, you're probably going to lose your matchups and head-to-head. Well, it's gonna, that's, that's what I think. That's what I think. So I'm getting in this week. Uh, let's go to Dylan Edwards. 32-52-19, his last three scores, Cal. Uh, would you still say that he is one of the best options to have in your wing fullback position? No. No, if you want to sell and have enough money and trades to, do it. Um, 
He can still score what other fullbacks um, have been scoring, but the 19 last week when they won, and they won by, uh, what was it, 28 nil? I think they won. Um, that's pretty disappointing. And I'm an owner, and I kept refreshing the app saying, surely this is a mistake, and unfortunately it wasn't. Um, so if you're wanting to sell, I think it's fine. Um, but I don't think I can. I've got, I've got to bring in other people. Isaiah Yo, he's proving to be again the best mid, um, in the fantasy game. So, Nick, should we take your advice about what you just said about Nathan Cleary, about Isaiah Yo? Well, I mean, ideally, you would like Isaiah Yo and Nathan Cleary in your team. The problem is how many trades do you have left if you don't, if you have none of them yet. So. Isaiah Yo, yes, he's a really good option if you don't have him, in my opinion. So try and get him if you can. But my priority would be Nathan Cleary because you're going to be putting the captaincy on him and getting double points. Isaac Tago Callum. Um I would I wouldn't be buying him. Um he's obviously has been named, so I think he probably will slip into that side. Like I don't see Zach Hosking playing there, but Plenty of things have happened. Um, hopefully for Nick, Tungo plays because Nick's an owner. It's only had him for his 97, I believe, and we didn't even play that round. So, Yes, yeah, so that was our that was our bye week. Yeah, it's been a great time for you. Great purchase for me. Yeah. Break even still low, so he's going to make you money, even though it doesn't really matter at this point of the season. Um, but I would be, if, if you're in the market for a center, I'd be going Garrick or there's another bloke in one Dane Gagai. I'd rather him either be out for the season or just bloody play. Yeah, any danger. I want to know. Like, and yeah. any danger of saying what the actual leg injury is instead of just yeah, yeah, Good stuff. It's so silly. So yeah. that's what that's why I have to bring in Burbo. I think in case. Uh, well, actually, no. Sorry, Connolly's been named. But Connolly anyway, we'll to that later. Yes, the con artist. <laughs> Uh, the Panthers taking on the Storm this week, Cal. Any team changes coming in for Melbourne? Nelson Asafa Solomonas return from a finger injury pushes Tom Eisenhuth to the bench and Tyron Wishart to 18th man. Asafa Solomona played on the edge when Eli Katoa was out with an eye injury, but will most likely find himself back in the middle with Katoa having returned last week. So look to see them maybe swap game day or um, Nelson will start and then Eli will come on for him. Um, and great news though, as well, it doesn't really relate to fantasy. I don't believe at this point, maybe for next year. Um, but it's great news for Melbourne storm. Ryan Pappenhausen, um, has edged a little bit closer to a comeback and it looks like he's either playing Queensland cup this week or next week. I think the reports are. All right. Let's start off with Harry Grant, Nick, going to go to you for this one. How do you think he will score this week against a team of the caliber of the Panthers? I'm going to lean towards the not very good score. Um, just because Harry Grant has been a bit up and down of recent times and he had a really good game last week. And um, yeah, he might miss a few tackles this week. Or if if he... It depends what the game plan is from the Storm. I'm not really sure. They might just really focus on their defense and um, uh, he might just be tackling a lot and get a lot of points and, and not worry about his attack. I'm not sure. But 
if they want him to try and spark the attack, he'll be he'll be running out of dummy half a lot and he might be tired for defense. So I'm a bit worried, but that's all right. Against Penrith in the past, he's had 56, 70, 33. So it's have a guess, pretty much. Yeah. That 73 he did get last week as well. That included two tries. I don't really see him scoring against the Panthers, although he can do it. He can squeeze through. Uh, Cameron Munster, Cal, let's go over to you for this one. Halfback-wise, we are getting to the serious do-or-die part of the fantasy game. Do you think Cameron Munster could be a good addition for teams this late? Um, Yeah, he's been consistent for his last three. Um, Obviously, last week, though, his score of 60 was saved um, with that late try that he had. Otherwise, I think he was on track for a 40-odd score. Um, but he's been pretty consistent, as I said. Um, and his last three against Panthers, 53-81-59. So he shows up for these big games. And they do have a softer draw coming up as well, which might benefit him. So I think if you're still in the market for a half around that price, and he's still a purchase if you haven't done so already. Panthers taking on the Storm. Do we want to mention Jerome Hughes at all, or do you think that was just a one-off big score from him? I was going to list him, um, but I think Nick can agree. I think it's just he had a lot of attacking stats, and I don't think that'll happen the rest of the season. He's not a serious contender. We uh, used the word last week, outlier or anomaly. Yeah, that was last week. Uh, Panthers Storm, this one is being played in Penrith. I'm going to go the Penny Panthers here, lads. Cal, who you got? Panther. Nick. Chinny Von Chin. Beauty. Let's move on to Saturday Night Footy. Kicking off with another Queensland Derby. We've got the Cowboys taking on the Broncos. This one will be uh, will be played in North Queensland. Uh, Cal, let's start off with the Cowgirls. Any team changes? Oh, yeah, there's a few. Um, Val Holmes has been named to play. Uh, pending his trip, though, to the judiciary on Tuesday night, which if you're listening, Tuesday it's tonight. Um, that's for a grading and his careless high tackle charge. Um, a successful downgrade would see him available to face the Broncos, while an unsuccessful result would see him banned for four games. So that's just fantastic. Youngster Zach Laybutt, uh, he looms as the likely replacement should Holmes be banned. Hooker Reese Robson suffered a head knock in the closing stages of the Titans game. Um, but has been named while Griffin Neem returns from a head knock on the bench alongside edge forward Helen Lukey, who has recovered from a facial fracture and will play his first game since round 16. Let's start off with the man who drinks water. Uh, 37, his last score. For a lot of coaches who brought him in late from when he started scoring really well, they would be pretty disappointed with that score. Do you think, Nick, that... He can uh, come back against the Broncos this week, though. Yeah, well, yes, I think he can. The um, The advantage is that they're playing at uh, Townsville. So home ground, I think Cowboys play a lot better generally. Um, so I think Scott Drinkwater will get back to his usual scoring. However, Broncos are pretty, you know, are playing pretty well at the moment. So it'll be a little bit of a tougher game. If Val Holmes isn't there either, might affect um, some of his uh, try assist or line break assist maybe on that side of the field. But I think it's fine. He's definitely a hold. Um, yeah, for sure. 
Uh, as a, you know, Titans supporter, I was happy that Valentine Holmes got sent off during the game. But watching a replay, I don't think he should have got sent off for it. I think he got a little bit hard done by. Uh, Cal, thoughts on Valentine Holmes in round 23? I don't think he'll be successful at the judiciary. And the Cowboys might miss the eight. They won't miss. Oh, actually, they could. Knights are on fire at the moment. They've got a buy though, next week. So we're guaranteed um, two points there. Um, uh, it's going to be tough this week. Um, if you're an owner and if he is suspended, then it's obvious he's missing the rest of the season. You have to sell. Um, if he gets off, though, and he somehow plays for us, then you can hold him. Keep in mind, though, the buy is next week. And also with Drinky as well. Um, I know Nick said he'd probably hold, but by next week, tough matchup. You could sell if you want to, like someone like Patrell, I reckon. Maybe if you got trades, spice. Uh, that's spice. In the. Yeah, let's stick with you for uh, Reese Robson. Reese, any danger of doing something, mate? Let's move on. Okay. No, um, if you're an owner, then you're, I don't know, if you can't get Harry Grant, geez. And if, if you do people this, have this bloke still? If they do, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. If they do, then you're just going to have to keep holding, I think. I can just train with Chris Randall. <laughs> I go to Coruscant, like I said. Um, Coruscant, yeah. 8.4%. People still own him. Actually, let me just check something. I think someone that we know owns him, and I'll just give him a quick shout-out. Oh, we have a couple. It's probably a couple. He gets a shout-out everyone. I oh, know. Look, he sold him. That's right. It's all good. No, it doesn't um, Doesn't Mitch Harson have him? He does, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Shout-out to the great man. Shout-out to you, bloke. Enjoy the knockout final this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to Brisbane Broncos. Changes come in for Brisbane Cow. Jesse Arthurs returns from suspension and back rower Brennan Piercore is also back on deck after he has been out the past two weeks due to an illness. Um, Dean Mariner makes way for Arthurs in the back line while Piercore's return pushes Keenan Palacia to the interchange bench and Xavier Wilson to the reserves with Pat Carrigan back at lock. Jordan Rickey is part of the extended squad, though, as he nears a return from a foot injury. Tricky situation, Payne Haas, because, what, maybe three rounds ago he was out and we had to make that decision of getting rid of him. Is that right? Or is that a little bit longer ago? Something like that. Would you, if you trade him out and you still don't have him in, would you need to bring him in in the uh, eliminating qualifying rounds, Cal? I don't think he's a must. Um but, you know, you can still buy him if you're not worried about their buy coming up uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Like, he hasn't really done that great. There's been other middle forwards that have outscored him that are cheaper the past two weeks when he's been back. He's had 50, 55, 54. Um, but he normally plays well against the Cowboys. Um, for instance, I'll go back to the old three scores that they've had against them, 62, 56, 64. So expect probably above 55 this week for Payne. What about Paddy Carrigan? He's um outscored Payne, and like you said, Cal, uh, a little bit cheaper as well at seven hundred and seventy-eight. Would you rather go Paddy Carrigan over Payne Ars? 
Nick's been saying yes the past few weeks. And yeah, look, if you're wanting to bring someone in um, from the Broncos and you're not worried about their buy and you have trades or you have a plan around it, then I don't mind still bringing in Pat Carrigan. I'd probably maybe go Payne just because he's, um, well, I suppose he's more expensive, which isn't great, but he's been more consistent. Um, Paddy scored a try last week as well on the edge, his first try. Congrats to him. Um which obviously bumped his score up. And he also played 80. He he probably won't play 80 this week, I don't think, unless it's a close game against the Cowboys and they need him too. Nick, let's uh, go to you for your team, the Broncos. Reese Walsh in the wing fullback position. Your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I know he hasn't been scoring really, really good. He's been okay. But the thing I like about Reese Walsh, and I held him... Um, I know a lot of people probably don't have him now. He's just involved in a lot of the attack, and he's he's always got the potential to get those those scoring um, scoring points for fantasy. Um, he missed out in a try against you know South the week before um, against the um, against who did they play last week Roosters. Um, he didn't really do a lot in the first half. He was threatening, but um, not really finishing anything off. So. Which can happen. I think that was because maybe they're at the Gabba. It was his first game there. He didn't play the previous game there. So um, I like him in my team. I'm holding him. I would advise everyone else, else to hold. You can always trade him out if you want in round 25 when they have the buy if you really need to. But I think he's a definite hold. Reese Walsh. We've got the Cowboys taking on the Broncos. This one will be played in North Queensland for the Queensland Derby. I'm going to go Cowgirls here, lads. Cal, who you got? If Valentine home plays Cowboys, if not Broncos. Nick. Broncos, mate. All righty. Let's move on to the next game on Saturday. Uh, Dolphins taking on the Knights. Like Callum mentioned before, Knights are on a roll. They could potentially make the eight. They are taking on Dolphins, though, who have got the home advantage. So let's start off with fins up, Callum. It's so yuck. Knights can still make the eight. Like, it's fair dinkum. Um, anyway, Dolphins. Cody Nicarima moves from 5'8 to centre in place of Ewan Aiken, who's out with a knee issue. Anthony Milford slots in at the number six after an impressive cameo off the bench on Sunday up at Bundaberg. Uh, Connor Lemuelu um, has been named despite his head knock last week, so that's fantastic for his owners. Isaac Katoa is the new face on the bench. Speaking of the head knock, uh, four for Lemuelu. Would you be inclined to trade, even though that's a position that you don't really want to mess around with this late in the season, Nick? I'm not inclined to trade him, no. I need senses to play. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I, I Is he actually playing? I can't believe he's actually playing because he failed his head injury assessment, which would usually mean he has to miss 11 days, compulsory stand-down or something. So this is what I think they might be doing. They've named him, you know how, was it Reed Marnie earlier in the year or someone else, they got an exemption to play because I don't know if his was a grade two. I believe Connolly's was a grade two, which means he Hadn't wasn't immediately, yeah, yeah. yeah, under the assessment, he was then ruled out. So maybe he they, can they've play. seen a doctor since or he, they're going to see a doctor and he can get the permission. Um, to play an exemption so the NRL might let him play. Fingers crossed he does. 
because um, I'll be holding for sure. I think anyone else who's an owner should be holding. Um, but yeah, let's hope he plays. Jeremy Marshall King. Now, am I correct where this is his first game back for a while? Yeah. Last week was. Last week. And he ended up getting that 60, which is good. Um, would you want to bring him in, though? Would you want to take that gamble, Cal? Uh, I wouldn't be buying him, um, even though he got that 60 last week. He's, he's been out with a shoulder injury, um, and that, that's probably the main concern I have surrounding him. Like, shoulder injuries are difficult. Um, you never know. He could aggravate it just in a tackle um, when he lands. So I don't really want that, and I don't think you'd want that in your team this late in the season. Um, I've said it before. I'd be bringing in a cheaper hooker in maybe one Apicorosau instead. All right, that's the Dolphins. Let's move on to Newcastle Knights looking in great form at the moment. Cal, any team changes coming in against the Dolphins, though? Um, not really, mate. Daniel Saifidi remains sidelined, so Adam O'Brien has named the same 17-man squad that beat the Raiders in round 22 to make it four wins in a row for them. How good. I like this. I like the Knights in the in the eight. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, and it's all got to do with one Kalen Ponga, which at the beginning of the season we were just having a laugh about, not taken seriously. But now he is a must-have player in your fantasy team with that nice dual position as well, Cal. Yes. Yeah, he, um, he's been dominating. That's pretty much it. Um, if you don't own him and you're wanting to buy him, I think that's fine. You can go out and do that because he's just been consistent for the past... So many weeks. I think he had a, a lower score in there um, before his last three that I've got written here. Um, but yeah, he's been consistent, especially over the past three. Greg Marzu, Nick, do you think that he could be a good option to trade out for one Dylan Edwards? Wait, so trading out Dylan Edwards Wait, and bringing what? in Marzu? Yeah. Do you reckon or nah? Well, it's a bit of a price difference. So there is, but. There's more value in Greg Mars, who I believe. Yeah, well, who's the better who's a better fantasy scorer? I'd I'd be picking Greg Marzu to finish the season than Dylan Edwards, yes. But there's too much price gap between them, I think. You'd have to use two trades unless unless you have a lot of money stored up in the bank there. Um in, yeah, so Marzu, yeah, Marzu's a decent option, I think. If uh holders holding him, obviously. Um, if you're in the market for wing fullbacks, I mean, if you can't get to Ponga and obviously drink water, uh, you've got Latrell floating around at the same price. I'd probably be going Latrell, but Marzu's okay. Cal, let's go to you for one Tyson Frizzell. Yeah, um, he could be an edge option. If you're wanting to swap someone, like, for instance, a Preston this week, if you can't hold him. Um, so I, I don't mind Frizzell for the run home. Um, one that I have looked at over the past three weeks and have thought about potentially bringing in. I might have done it. You have to find out. <laughs> uh, you've been talking very highly of this local episode, Cal Dane Gagai. Yes, Dan Ganane, Dan Gagai. He is a good option at centre if you need one. Um, I think he's the I ideal centre 
to have for the run home with a combination of Ruben Garrick. I think if you can have those two and don't even have Joseph Manu, I think that might be the the best combo. Simple as that. Beauty. Um, before we move on as well, Matt Croker is cheap at 328k. Some people have been talking about him as a potential cash down, playing 30 minutes. Not the worst option if you need a cash down for a mid. Beauty. Dolphins taking on the Newcastle Knights. I'm seeing the Knights getting the win over the Dolphins playing away. Nick, what about you? Pins up, baby. Tell them. Wow. That's interesting. Um, You know what? Pins up. Pins up. Pins are up. We move on to the third match on Saturday night. The Rabbitohs taking on the Sharks. Another highlight match of the round. Um, Cal, let's start off with the Rabbitohs. Uh, Thomas Burgess and second rower Michael Cheekham come into the starting side with Hamasele and Jacob Host dropping out. Talis Duncan is the new face on the bench. All right, Nick, give us the story. Cameron Murray, what do we do this week? I don't know. I brought him in last week, so happy days. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, he has got that round 26 bye, which is a grand final week for most head-to-head leagues. Um, and overall players, obviously, he'll miss that round. So you're just weighing up your options there. I think I think Cameron McInnes is a is a more solid play if you look if you're worried about that buy. But Cameron Cameron Murray's pretty cheap, and he's going to be scoring fifty plus every week probably that he plays. I should say I bought Murray in as well last week. Forgot to mention that. Um, when we're talking about our team performances, and I've got no plan if I make the final. So. Trade him out, so you don't have enough trades to trade him out. Correct. <laughs> but I'm not going to get to the final, so it doesn't matter. Nick, we'll stick with you for Latrell Mitchell because you did say um, you would rather be inclined to bring him in over uh, Greg Marzu. Why yes. do you think Latrell, Do you think he could have a big game against the Sharks this week? Yes. Sharks have been leaking some points. And I am bringing him in this week. I can reveal to you here first on the podcast. Wow. That I'm bringing him in. Thank you very much, Latrell, and to my side. He's scary, eh? He's scary. Like, as a non-owner, it's scary. Or am I an owner? You'll have to wait and see. You have no trades. You can't do it. I have uh, trades. <laughs> I can't afford him. Yes, I'm getting Latrell. So I'll have Latrell, Kalen Ponga, Reese Walsh, James Tedesco. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty good. Well done, mate. Uh, let's move on to their opponents. Cronulla Sharks, Cal, any team changes for them this week? Uh, well, Will Kennedy is sidelined with that hamstring um, injury that he picked up last week. So Connor Tracy moves to fullback. Uh, Ronaldo Multalo returns from a jaw injury on the wing. Jesse Calhoun returns from suspension on the bench. And Oregon Kafusi goes out of the squad. All right, let's start off with one Nico Hines, the player of the week with all these questions looming coaches. What do we do with Nico Hines, Callum? Um, You're holding unless you don't have Nathan and you need to get Nathan. So um, I'd sell him straight to Cleary if you don't have him. Simple as that. Otherwise, ideally, you'd want to try and have both because the Sharks do have a couple of 
matchups that would be nice for Nico. Um, in saying that, though, Trindle and the team's really annoying me. Um, I saw that a couple of weeks ago when he was named there, and I thought, oh, this might impact Nico, but you're not going to sell him until you see it. Um, obviously, they got destroyed last week by the Panthers, um, but Trindle, I think, takes points away from Hines. So the sooner they get Matt Moylan in this team, the better. Uh, let's go to... I keep forgetting, is it Britain or Brighton? Brighton and Hove Albion. Brighton Holmes. Brighton Holmes. Brighton Holmes. Britain Nicara. Britain Nicara. There you go. Nick. Yeah, well, don't buy him would be my suggestion. Um, he had to slide out and play centre, I think, in the game last week, um, which resulted in his low score. So, But, yeah, Sharks aren't going to greatest. So Nicara for me... I'd be looking at some other guys in the edge position if you need if you need an edge at this point. Cal Wade Graham. Yes, Wade. Um, he's kept that spot over Jesse Calhoun. Um, Jesse's still on the bench, as I mentioned, though. Uh, but I think Wade's just going to start because he's got that leadership and they need the leadership at the moment in that team because they're struggling a big time. Um, so Wade Graham. Only scored 28 last week. Uh, that's fine, though. Um, I think if you're wanting to bring in an edge person as a cash out, you don't want to go Ben Trevojevic, then I think Wade Grain's probably the next bet at 294K. Break him to 15. So go for him if you want an edge backup in your emergencies. Yeah, what about this next player you have in the run sheet? Jesse Calhoun, yep. Uh, um, 271K. Scored all right when he started last week at 48. However, he's not starting this week. Um, if you picked him up, it's fine. I think you can just leave him because he might split minutes with Wade or probably will. Um, but there's there's minutes for him. So it's just fine. You're just, you're just not hoping um, to rely on his scores anytime soon unless he starts. Nick, let's wrap it up with you with one Cameron McInnes. He's been scoring very, very well and a very low break even as well. Yes, I'd be looking at him if you don't have him over Cameron Murray at this point, probably, just because he doesn't have a buy to play. So he seems like a really good option and don't expect him to get 85 points. He played the whole game and got a record number of tackles, but I think he'll play 65 minutes roughly, probably get between 55 and 60 points and obviously has shown us that he can hit those really high scores sometimes. So perfect player to bring in in your mid position for me. All right. Uh, the Rabbitohs taking on the Sharks here, lads. I am going to go Cronulla. I think if there is a time that they need to bounce back, it would be this game to still make the eight. Cal, what about you? Rabbit, 13 plus. Nick? Rabbitohs. Alrighty, let's move on to Sunday Arbo. We've got Parramatta taking on uh, Illawarra Dragons. Let's start off with the Eels, Callum. Dylan Brown returns from for his first game since round 13 after serving a seven-match suspension due to an NRL breach. Brown will step back into the 5-8 uh, position in place of Dejan Arzi, who I believe drops out altogether. Isaac Lumi Lumi comes in on the wing in place of Wonga Blake. Uh, in the pack, Joe Offerhen-Gowie, Ryan Madison, and Joey Lusick 
are all named to start um, with Joe O starting at prop, Maddo on the edge, Lusick obviously at hooker. Um, that means Andrew Davey goes to the bench. Brennan Hands actually drops to the 18th man spot and Offahiki Ogden goes to the extended reserves. With that being said, Wiramu Greg and Makahisi Makatoa have been called onto the bench. All right, let's start off with Mitchell Moses, Nick. What do you want to know? Don't buy him? Well, do you still think he's a halfback option to have this late in the comp? I mean, it's possible. For head-to-head, he could be a bit of a point-of-difference player at this point. Um, so, I mean, if you've got the trades, you've got the money, and, you know, Mitch Moses is renowned for scoring well against lesser opposition, and he's got his little partner back in Dylan Brown, so that could be good for Mitch Moses, but it could also affect some of his attacking stats. So what I think, it'll ultimately be good for Mitch Moses against these teams like the Dragons. However, I probably think he's too highly priced to bring in. If You're probably wanting Nathan Cleary. Um, most people will keep Nico Hines just because they don't have enough trades. And then you've got Sean Johnson. Then you've also got Munster and DCE who are cheaper. So I find it hard to fit Mitch Moses into a priority order there. But he, he is a, he's a different point of difference player, I think, for head-to-head. So you might consider it maybe maybe next week. I don't know. Uh, Nick Jermaine Hopgood. Yeah, so I was going to bring him in this week just for uh, middle and edge cover, but I might have talked myself into getting Cameron McInnes instead and saving 120k, but not sure. <laughs> not sure if that's the right decision there, Callum, but um, I don't know. Jermaine Hopgood's been killing it. I don't like the bench. I don't like the bench for the Eels for Hopgood. Mm. No hooker on the bench now. So, but... Yeah, I, I still think I'll get Hopgood. What are you thinking, Callum? Do you think, would you buy him now? I know. I know for me, it's just a luxury guy to get. I've already got Isaiah Yo. Yeah, look, I, I still think Hopgood's a good option. Uh, that bench isn't great, as you said, though. Uh, so that is a concern. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still think with that dual, obviously he's considerably more expensive, um, but I still think Hopgood's uh, a good option for the run home. All right, uh, Cal, your thoughts on Ryan Madison? Starting on the edge this week for Andrew Davies, very interesting for Maddo. Um, last week scored 62, um, had more minutes last week, started on the edge, then moved out to... So, sorry, started in the middle, then moved to the edge. Um, so I, I think they might do something similar this week. Play Maddo on the edge for who knows... The first 20-odd, 30 minutes, maybe just after and then, well, just after half time, and then uh, Davey might come on and then Maddo might come back on to the, into the middle rotation. Um, so I, I think if you're an owner, it's fine to keep Maddo. Um, and, yeah, I think if you're a non-owner, you can probably still look at maybe purchasing if you need someone who's cheaper with the jewel. Not a great last score for Brendan Hands, Cal. What do you suggest to coaches? This bloke needs to be sold. It's similar to Sandon Smith. Um, that was the argument at the time when most people either bought in Brendan Hands or Sandon Smith. Um, they've, they've done their service, right? So they've made your money. 
probably more than what you're expecting. Uh, so it's time to say thank you very much. You're now 18th man. You're no longer relevant. And I'm going to sell you on to someone cheaper or upgrade. Uh, Nick, Will Penicini. Spicy option. Intriguing. Very spicy. I don't mind it. I don't mind it, to be honest. Um, I was actually, I was very close to getting him over Isaac Tungo um, when I when I made that trade in. I think Penasini is, he's a he's a tackle buster. And if, if Parramatta are on, they've got Dylan Brown back with Mitch Moses. He's likely to score a lot of tries or set some up in this run home. Parramatta need a push to make that eight. Um, so I think it's a decent option. If you can't afford those those guys that we were talking about earlier, like Dane Gagai, Ruben Garrick, Will Penasini could be a centre you're looking for. All right. Uh, Dragons, Cow, team changes. Interim coach Ryan Carr has named the same 17 that went down narrowly, but he will need a new lock unless Jack DeBellin is successful in having his dangerous contact charge downgraded at the NRL judiciary on Tuesday night, which is tonight if you're listening. Uh, ben Murdoch Masilla has been named amongst the reserves as he is close to return from a knee injury. Uh, Jack Bird is also part of the extended squad. What do we do with Jack DeBellin then, Callum? So if he gets off, you hold. Um, if he doesn't and he's charged for that three to four, I think he's going to be charged with four, um, then it's quite simple. You sell and you bring in whatever you need for your team, whether that is a straight swap for Nathan Cleary, if you can, whether that is to bring in a gun, um, just pretty much bring in a gun in any position that you need, I think, for Jack DeBellin, as long as you've got cover. Uh, Nick, let's go to you for Dan Russell. What can you tell us? My boy Dan, I brought him in last week um, when I saw that Jack Berg got dropped off the bench. Um, Dan Russell, you know, to me, um, was going to play 80 minutes on the edge like he did the previous week, and he did again, and he got 45 points, which was great. So I made about 30 or 40K on him already, um, and he's got that spot again this week. And if Jack DeBellin is out, I think he'll play 80 again. So he's a really nice cash down option if you want to bring someone in. Um, and, he, and he seems to be scoring quite well, which is a good, which is another positive. You can almost plug him into your team if you need. So he's someone I'd be definitely looking at as a cheaper option that can potentially score for you. If you only have one or two trades remaining, though, you couldn't be doing this, right? Well, if you've, it depends who you're trading out. Like, yeah, if you only have one or two trades, let's say you have two trades, you obviously want to try and get two guns in, but maybe you won't be able to. You might double trade for one gun and, you know, like a Nathan Cleary, for example, if you don't have Nathan Cleary, I wouldn't mind just going Nathan Cleary and Dan Russell in for whoever other two you're selling out. But hopefully you'd be managing your trains a bit, trades a bit better than that and have a few more than two left. Uh, Nick, let's get your thoughts on Zach Lomax to wrap up this game. 
just quietly, I love how he's been low maz for about six weeks and it just hasn't been changed. Um, that's that's great. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that finally. <laughs> I was going to say something last week, but I think uh, Riley asked a question to you. So, right. Um, yeah, he's he's been someone I've been saying for the last, you know, I can't even remember how many weeks now, but as a, he, you know, as someone who was underpriced and now he's probably at the top end of his price point there, 712K, very expensive. Um, I'd almost not even look at him now. You don't want to, history has shown us that you don't want to be paying too much for these centers at this price here. So he's a, he's a luxury trade to get here's to him. The, here's the question I have. If he, if, if you're an owner of Zach Lomaz, um, would you trade him out because he's had a gone through a purple patch and, you know, he's very expensive. Would you trade him out this week? Because I don't know if he'll score as well. No, not this week. Probably this no. Week. I wouldn't. And and well, yeah, I wouldn't. No, I agree. Not this week. But I'd keep in mind if you have trades, he might be someone maybe. Yeah. Uh, Parramatta taking on Illawarra Dragons. Uh, this is going to be on Sunday to kick off the Sunday round. Who you got, Cal? I'm going Eel. Eel. Nick. Yeah, I'm going Parramatta Eels. I'm going to go Eels as well. We wrap up round 23 with the Green Machines. The Raiders taking on the Tigers. What a way to uh, wrap up the round. Callum, any team changes coming in for the Raiders? Jordan Rappiner has been named at fullback and Seb Chris in the centres with Nick Kotrick returning on the wing. Um, Adrian Trevelyan is the new man on the bench with Tom Starling going to the reserves. Um, Trevelyan made his lone NRL appearance against the Cowboys earlier last season and returns from an ACL injury. Let's start off with your boy, Nick. Joey Tarpany, what do we do this week? I'm going to be keeping him unless DeBellin somehow gets off. <laughs> um, I would. I don't... I don't mind the option of trading him out. He's someone that had a couple of decent games over the origin period when he played big minutes, which has got his price moving upwards slightly. Um, but he's pretty much nearly peaked now. So if you want to be moving to Isaiah Yo or, you know, or maybe someone else, like maybe you want to go to McKinnis, down to McKinnis or something and get 70K to spend somewhere else, I don't mind that either. Um, but keeping him is also a fine option. I'll be keeping him, as I said. Probably for another week. See what happens. Cal, let's talk about the Hawes. A bit concerning after his uh, score last week, although he did go off, didn't he? Yeah, well, he got taken off by Ricky Stewart. Um, so I'm concerned about Corey Hawes. Um, he's definitely a hold this week. Uh, but if the trend continues and if he gets less minutes, then you'd probably have to sell. Um, I didn't think I'd be saying that, but... Ricky Stewart, he's unpredictable, and we saw it last year. Joseph Tartney actually got more minutes towards uh, this time last year, so who knows? It might just be something Ricky likes to do. Puts it in the calendar. Note to self, give Tarps more minutes, reduce everyone else. I don't see why he can't do the same as what Kevy does at the Broncos with Pat Carrigan and bloody Payne Haas and play Tartney more and Horser more. Instead of sharing it around between all of them, have... Josh Papali'i play less and come on as, as an impact and play those other blokes off the bench for an impact and just keep Horsburgh and Tarpney as the big minute men. You can do it with two people. It doesn't have to be one, Ricky. But anyway, 
there's my little uh yeah. rant. little rant of the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh your thoughts on Matt Timico Cow? Timico has been doing quite well. If you wanted to bring him in, you still can. Um I'd probably go Penicini over him though, still. Uh, but Timico's um a good option and keeper center that you can run with if you're an owner for the rest of the season, for sure. They're taking on the Tigers boys. Uh, Cal, any changes coming in against the Raiders this week? Uh, Stefano Uta Ikamanu has been replaced in the front row by Alex Twal with Justin Matamua added to the bench. Sean Bloor will miss the match with a head knock. Jake Simkin and Asuka Poa join a new look bench. 5'8", Dane Laurie has been named to play despite picking up a knee injury last week. Let's start off with you, Nick. IPAPs, what do we do? Keep him, probably. He's been quite consistent, actually. He just hasn't hit that really big score for a little while. He had an 80-odd um, a few weeks ago, but, yeah. I think he's fine. Um, he just, yeah, hopefully he gets over for a try. would be great. Um, yeah, but I don't see the point in trading him unless you're maybe trying to get to David Fafita, but I already have David Fafita on my team, so I'm I'm quite happy just with Isaiah Papali at the moment. John Bateman, Cal, is he still a keeper at the moment? Yeah, yeah. If you're an owner of John Bateman, I don't think you should be worrying too much. Um, early in the game last week, he was struggling, uh, but then came back. I think he was up to a 50 and then got brought back to 45. So um, it's fine if you're an owner. Last time he versed the Raiders as well, he scored a try, um, scored quite well. Um, so fingers crossed he can do something similar. But if you're an owner, definitely holding. Um and it's pretty much if you're a non-owner and you've already got for feed and you want one of I, Paps and John Bateman, pick whichever one you want. Uh, let's wrap up the potty with Appy Coruscant, boys. Now, we've been talking very highly of him this episode. Priced at 530, break even of 15, last two scores, 52 and 72. Do you think that he could be a good option to um, spice up your team coming into the uh, the end of the comp, boys? Nick, let's go over to you. Well, I think so. Obviously, you only need one hooker, which is, as we've been saying, is Harry Grant is the best option. If, though, for some reason he gets injured or something, or you you do want a backup hooker on your bench and emergencies, Appy Coruscant is probably the best option for the price he's at at the moment. Um, he does have Jake Simkin back on the bench this week, but I don't really think that's going to affect Apicaris out too much. He'll probably just get spelled for 10 or 15 minutes sometime during the game. So Apicaris out for me is a good option if you're looking for a hooker specifically as a backup probably. So, But for me, I'm not doing that this week. Um, I'm going in a different direction. I haven't got a backup hooker. I think he's a good 18th man overall if you don't need to play him or if you can loop him. All right, boys, we've got the Raiders taking on the Tigers. I'm going to go the Green Machines here, boys. Cal, who you got? Raider. Raider? Nick? Yeah, I'll go Raiders. That is round 23. Congratulations to you as a coach if you have made your top eight in your um, in your league. If you're like me, a coach who has just had a, had a tough draw this, um, this year, keep your head up next year to come but you can always try and win 
uh, number one in the bottom eight. Um, boys, your do you, do you have like any tips or recommendations to coaches coming into this part of the competition? Nick, do you have any uh words of wisdom? Well, I have played in uh, both final series. I did run out of trades in the might have been last year, or actually no, it was the year before, um, which was not good. So I would advise trying to hold trades if you can. If you're in a decent position, maybe in the top four, you can probably try and hold as many trades as you can, just so you have a, enough for you know those do or die clashes. Cal just gave a look of concern. <laughs> yeah, I'm- um, yeah. So that's what I've. But I've always tried to conserve trades after that year. Like last year and this year, I've tried to conserve a lot. Um, I wouldn't try and go pod captaincy options. So I'm going Nathan. I'd try, I said earlier in the podcast about just going with Nathan Cleary as captain. I think that's the obvious choice. The only time I went different to that was when I captained Tommy Turbo against the Cowboys two years ago and he got like 150 or something. I don't know what he got, 100 something. He just absolutely went off and that actually won me a head-to-head final semi or whatever it was. I don't know. So I don't think there's anyone though that you would go this year like that. You know, maybe, maybe Nico Hines against a weaker opposition, but I think Nathan Cleary is a go for captaincy. That'd be my only advice. Just go with him and uh, try and conserve trades if you can. Cal, do you have any thoughts or words of wisdom? I've got nothing this year, mate. I'm not fantasy relevant. <laughs> I've had one of the worst years I've had in fantasy for a long time. Long time, let's just say that. Um, so maybe luck comes into it as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't lose if you're versing me. So if you do, it's going to be quite embarrassing. Um <laughs> <laughs> But I agree with Nick, everything that he said. Normally, I have, I'd have i have a lot more trades at this time of the year. Uh, I've just been a very silly boy this, this season and traded when I shouldn't have. And that's obviously resulted in me having pretty much next to none in the trades department. Um, but it is what it is. Captain Nathan, get Captain him in. Nathan. Do what you have to do. This bloke will keep you in the competition until Sunday. Surely the he's the uh, the artwork for this potty. He, he features. He features. There's a few he this features. week. Change it up. Um. All right, boys. Don't forget as well. If you are a coach who is looking for um an answer, if you just can't quite make that decision, we've got you covered. Please reach out to us on our social media platforms. Three blokes NRL fantasy podcast. We are on Facebook there and Instagram. Just look up three blokes NRL fantasy. Nick Callum, I am guessing that the inbox is going to be filling up this time of year on our social media platform. So we're always happy to help here as well. Nick, we go over to you to uh, wrap up the potty as usual, mate. Riley, uh, yes. Um, Did you hear what I did this morning, mate? I don't think I want to know. I, um, I tried water polo, but my horse drowned. <laughs> Callum, I got I got a joke for you as well this this oh, week. Oh, this would be good, righto? No, it's it's not really. Okay, it might be slightly better than the first joke there. Um, do you know Riley's new nickname? 
Oh, here we go. Give it to a squire. What is it? It's uh, before picture, as in he's the gym before picture on my gym wall. <laughs> <laughs>